Broadcasting live from the RNR studios in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's the premier destination for an inside look into the Las Vegas Raiders. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor. Presented by Tequila Embajador. We're three or four plays away from having 12 or 11 wins. Like, literally three play. And it's like, we're so close, you know. And and especially, we feel so confident on the offense side with all the weapons that you mentioned and all those kind of things. And now adding Coach Gus Bradley and Yannick and the, the different guys that we've added to our defense. I mean, we're kind of excited, you know, to say the least, you know. Uh, so, we're really looking forward to the season. I'm trying not to get too excited. You know, I've learned in my eight years when I get too excited, you know, okay, I'm just going to keep, I'm going to keep like this and we'll, yeah. we'll show up on Sundays. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll show up on Sundays. We'll flap a little radar. And we'll see what happens. Yeah. What are you most? That was Derek Carr talking uh, on a podcast. I think it was today, uh, the brother from another uh, podcast with uh, Michael Holly and Michael Smith. Uh, both do a great job. Uh, and Derek Carr uh, looks like he was at a golf tournament. I think it's the one up in Tahoe. Uh, I'm not quite sure. Uh, but anyway, uh, Derek Carr, and I think rightfully said, Raiders were three plays literally away from potentially winning 12 or 11 games. Echoing what Alec Ingold told us way back when, when he said, three plays away from being an 11-win team, straight out. It caused a little bit of a stir. Uh, Pro Football Talk put a post about it uh, on online today. And if you were read the comments, it would have been like, you would have thought Derek Carr was speaking from another planet, in another language, from another galaxy. Like, how could he? How could he say something like that? You don't say that. They're three win plays away from, well, where's the lie? This is what I keep asking. And somebody on Twitter, I, I just put this question on Twitter. By the way, you're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila Embajador. It is a Friday. We are one day closer to the opening of training camp, July 27th, when the Raiders can push their chips to the middle of the table and start backing up some of these assertions, which in this case, I completely agree. I was there. I was there. And it's not speaking out of school. It's not speaking from some other galaxy. It's not speaking some foreign language that nobody can uh, understand. It's not speaking in tongues. You don't have to go to some cave somewhere uh, and dig up some translation from a world far, far away, what Derek Carr was saying. There's no lie in what he said. He's absolutely 1,000% accurate. The Raiders' offense left the field against the Kansas City Chiefs with a minute 43 left with the lead. They left the field with the lead with 19 seconds left against the Miami Dolphins. And oh, by the way, the Miami Dolphins didn't have a timeout. Starting a drive at their own 25-yard line, 19 seconds left, no timeouts. The Raiders' offense left the lead, at, left the field after taking the lead against the Chargers at Allegiant Stadium. All three of these games were at Allegiant Stadium in overtime. All that was needed. The only thing that separated the Raiders from winning those three games was one big play being made. They couldn't count up with it. That's why they're an eight and eight team instead of an eleven win team. 
But that doesn't change the fact that they were about three plays away from winning those games, a batted ball, an interception, a key tackle, stopping somebody on a fourth down or a third down, not leaving Travis Kelsey wide open in the uh, end zone on a, on a blown play, blown cro- coverage. That was what separated the Raiders. Three plays, three made plays. Come up with a play when you have to from winning 11 games. Somebody on Twitter said, well, but Vinny, it cuts both ways. There were last-second plays made against the Jets, and I'll add another one. The Chargers, the Raiders came up with a key defensive stop against the Chargers. A long bomb from Derek Carr to Henry Ruggs in the last second to beat the Jets. What about that? It cuts both ways. I'm like, yes, exactly. You're proving the point. That's the difference between making the play and not making the play. The Raiders made those plays and won those games. The Raiders didn't make the plays against the Chiefs, the Dolphins, and the Chargers and lost those games. Does it need to be explained any further? You either make the play in those close games or you don't. But that doesn't change the fact that they were literally three plays away from winning 11 games. And I ask you, Raider Nation, why is that so hard to swallow? That's a positive. If you backtrack to 2019, the Raiders were multiple plays away. Like they weren't in games to even be able to say that. There were losses that they just got their hats handed to them. They were clearly the inferior team on many occasions. If you're looking for progress, that's one of the areas you look at because the next step to being that team that you can start talking about as a playoff team is learning to make that play when it has to be made. And I am a strong believer in the fact that that's an acquired skill. It doesn't just happen. You don't just wake up one morning as a young player, a young team, a developing team. Oh, we, we, we can make the plays when they need to happen. No. It's a process, and the Raiders weren't ready. I'm not arguing that they were not ready or ready to make those plays. They clearly weren't. That defense specifically was not ready yet to stand up in those moments when they needed to stand up the most and make the key one or two or three plays to make that an 11-win team. They weren't ready. But that doesn't change the fact that they were that close. And closing that gap, albeit one of the hardest things in sports to do, to take that next step and to be a team that understands how that performs in those moments, that's connected and has a confidence and a command and has each other's back. That's something that is acquired. It's that last step most times. This league is as close as any league in sports. It is a fine line between those teams that can and those teams that can't. And then you have a bunch of teams that aren't even close. The Raiders are close. 
And Derek Carr is not speaking out of school. He's not speaking some other language that we can't yet figure out, that we don't have the capability of understanding. He's speaking clear and concise English, and it makes all the sense in the world. We're going to go out to the Raider Nation listener line. Raider Dave is in Denver. How are you doing, Raider Dave? Appreciate you. Take Raider Dave, when you get a chance, give us a call back, right back, uh, and we'll get you uh, get you on online. That was uh, a I was I definitely heard him say, "Appreciate you taking the call." <laughs> yeah, I heard that, and then uh, there was a uh, dial tone. So we'll get Raider Dave back uh, as, as soon as we can. I was astounded reading some of the comments under the tweet that Pro Football Talk tweeted about you know Derek Carr saying the Raiders were three or four uh, plays from being an eleven or twelve win team. I mean, and I know that, you know, especially when you're from afar, especially when you haven't been paying attention and and not all the fans that commented, um, you know, are aware of a play-in, play-out situation for most teams other than the team that they follow and live and die with. I would say, though, I would have to believe, and Raider Nation, you can tell me, having watched last year, and lived through last year the way passionate, ardent fans do. Where's the lie in what Derek Carr said? And I'll take it in a, another step uh, forward. Aren't you kind of optimistic a little bit that you were literally that close from being an 11-win team and probably going to the playoffs as opposed to the year before that and the year before that when – the thought of winning 11 games, which is miles and miles away, they weren't even in the same zip code or area code. They were that far away. But they aren't anymore, and they certainly weren't last year. And that's even with a defense last season that gave up the third most points in the NFL. And that's not to be excused at whatsoever. And even had the Raiders made those plays last year to secure those three wins and finish the season with 11 wins instead of eight, it wouldn't have changed the fact that the Raiders would have been focused like a laser beam on fixing some of the issues that made some of those games even close. Some of those games should have been blowouts. That's how good the offense was playing. But because they didn't have a defense that can consistently stop somebody, it came down to having to make a play here or a play there, and they just weren't able to at the end of games. Can they this year? That's the big question. Back out to the Raider Nation listener line. Alan uh, wants to talk about Derek Carr's comments. And and Alan, is is Derek Carr speaking some foreign language here or what? No, I I can... I can understand him very clear. I, I'm sure he's speaking English. I'm sure he wanted to continue on with that sentence, dot, 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 but our defense couldn't hold up their end of the work, and we lost eight games as well. No question about it, but does that change the fact that they were that close? They were literally that close. That's not a exaggeration. That is the absolute truth. 
That's how close they were to winning in 11 games. And we don't, we can't just put it on the defense. When Alec Ingold uh, was, was on with us uh, a few months back, he said, look, maybe if I make up, remember the, there was a pass to him. It might have been the Chiefs game, um, but, but uh, he had the broken rib. He couldn't go up and get it. And as a result, it's a it's an incomplete pass rather than a first down and, and, and a few more downs. Maybe they could have run more clock out against the Chiefs. I believe that was the Chiefs game. So it's not just on the defense. It came down to the defense. But there was a, you know, there was a play to be made offensively that could have, you know, uh, uh, gotten a new set of downs, being able to exhaust the clock even further. But you know, that's what I'm saying. My point is this: is he speaking another language? Is he exaggerating? Is he saying something that's just completely untrue by saying the Raiders were three plays away from being an 11-win team last year? I think Alan has left the scene, but that's okay because we got Gangster Raider on the line. What's up, Gangster Raider? No Gangster Raider either, man. Calls are being weird today. Well, yep, that's no problem. We will uh, continue on, Gangster Raider. If you're listening, give us a call back. Raider Dave, if you're listening, uh, give us a call back. I just don't understand it. I mean... If 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 this was the year before, if this was the twenty coming off the twenty nineteen season, and Derek Carr would have said that, and trust me when I say there's no way he would have said that because he understood how far the Raiders truly were from being an eleven win team uh, in twenty nineteen. Even with the fact that they were six and four at one point, there are many many holes on that team. There are many many flaws on that team. There's, it, it would have been ludicrous to say, yeah, we were, we were a couple plays away, three plays away from winning 11 games in 2019. No, you weren't. That would have been an exaggeration. I'd have been like, nah, come on, Derek. But he didn't. And he didn't for a reason because he knows in his heart that they weren't. He knows football. But don't you think it's a good thing in the whole scheme of things? that the team that you root for, the Raiders, can honestly say that there were a couple of plays, just a, a stop here or a stop there in three games, at the very end of three games, and you're probably celebrating a postseason berth. When was the last time the Raiders can truly say that? Yeah, 2016, they did it. Unfortunately for them, Carr got hurt right before they went to the playoffs. What? How? How different would things have been had that been? Uh, had, had he not gotten hurt? But in in the in the grand picture of things, in the whole scheme of things, the fact of the matter is that's how close the Raiders were to making the playoffs last year. The key now. And this is Derek's entire point. If you listen to the rest of that quote, oh, added Enique Ngakwe. Added Gus Bradley. Those are defense was really, if we're being honest here, come on. I mean, Derek's not going to throw everybody under the bus. He's, he's too smart to do that. But I think we all understand um, <laughs> that it was the defense's fault last year. Let's just say it. Yeah, the offense could have done a little bit more, but man, they did plenty enough. The defense wasn't ready to hold up its end of the bargain. Out to the Raider Nation guest, uh, listener line, Raider Zoos or Zoes 
is on the line. Raiders O's, uh, if you could correct me on your pronunciation, because I hate getting names wrong. Uh, Raider Goose, Z-O-O-Z. Oh, Goose. All right. It was it was texted to me as Z-O-O-Z, but that's all good, brother. What's you got, man? Uh, yeah, man. I've, I've been saying this since the season ended. Like, a lot of my buddies, I mean, Derek Carr's a problem. The offense couldn't finish in the red zone. I was like, yeah, but that, the red zone was a little bit of an issue. But those yeah. three wins, those three, uh, you know, last seconds, fourth quarter, uh, defense giving up. Those are 11 wins right there. We would have been a wild card spot. I've been saying this since the season ended. We're, we're that close to the playoffs. We just needed to add a couple more pieces to the defense, which we did. We had a depth to the defensive line. We had depth to the linebackers. We had a veteran to the you know the quarter, uh, corner. Um, you know we we dropped it well, so we're, we're there. We're right on the crisp, but we just you know that's 11 wins. We're in the wild card spot right there. Do you think most Raider fans share your thoughts or um, no, or not? The, or is there a... the, the easy way out for, for a lot of Raider fans that I've talked to is we need a new quarterback. We need to draft a, a quarterback. We need to trade for Aaron Rodgers. You know, we need to do this and that. But Derek isn't the problem. You know, Derek, he, he, he's played better since 2016. 2016, he was the MVP caliber uh, quarterback. He's got better every year. I think besides 2018, I believe when he kind of had a you know uh, high interception, I guess. But first, I mean, first year in John Gruden's offense. Yeah, he got better every year, so he's not the issue. Which we added depth to, you know, the receivers. You know, we added you know Drake. Offensive line is going to be a, a question mark, but I got to see it first before I question it. But the defense, come on, like. Like no one wants to, no one wants to admit it, but they 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 blew three games and would have got us eleven wins into the playoffs right there. Raider uh, Goose, they, 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 the Raiders had the lead. It's 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 like to, to having to explain this. I, I just scratched my head. The Raiders had the lead with nineteen seconds left against the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins have no timeout, starting a drive at their own twenty-five yard line. I had people from the NFL. The next day, texted me saying, "By all analytics, whether the, whether the Raiders would have you know scored the touchdown and given Miami the ball back with about you know I forget how much time would have been on the clock, but more than 19 seconds, or just done what they did, bleed the clock, make the Dolphins use all their timeouts, kick a field goal uh, to go ahead." In, in both of those scenarios, they had like a 99.8 chance to win the game, analytically speaking. There was no way they should have lost that game. It's inexplicable. But, again, the defense just wasn't ready to to make the play when they needed to make the play. And on three separate occasions, that's what killed them in games they they, they should have won. Um, and, you know, and I know that you're playing Patrick Mahomes. You, you, you leave him a minute 43 left on the clock. You're playing with a little bit of fire. But the fact of the matter is that doesn't change the argument. That doesn't change the validity and the truthfulness of what Derek Carr said, which was, hey, man, we're three plays away. If, if you knock a ball down, uh, if you come up with a, with a, with a pick uh, or, or get a big sack on Patrick Mahomes, that changes that that outcome. If you do just one or you know make a play against the Dolphins, that entirely changes that outcome. And if you can make a stop against the Chargers in, in overtime, that changes that outcome. He's not speaking out of school. I yeah, completely Vinny, isn't agree. That just like everybody has to look with that optimism about their team, but the not say the critics, but pro football focus as they're saying, 
those two those two or three wins that hey we could have had there there are also times in the season where you could look at two or three times that the other team is saying that hey we could have won that game i know but like the, here's the, the point the but that's the point that's that's the, optimism, that, that, it, that but there, that but there are some wins that could as easily have been losses for the team but that proves the point though they made the play against the chargers isaiah johnson went up and batted the ball down twice in key moments they made the play against the jets Derek Carr completed a touchdown pass to Henry Ruggs. Those are that's the difference. That's exactly what he's saying. If you do that three more times, if you make a play three more times, it's an 11-win team. That is the definition of what he's saying. You either make the play or you don't make the play, but it doesn't change the argument that they were three plays away from winning 11 games. You could also say they were, you know, however many plays, like you said, two plays away from not winning. But the point is they made those plays. That's the key to it. That's what changes the dynamic. That's what he's talking about. Make three more plays like that in key moments, and this is an 11-win team. And they, they, that's how close they were to being an 11-win team against a pretty good schedule, against we're – we're not talking about – you know, uh, th- we're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs, the Miami Dolphins, who were on the cusp of making the playoffs, and a Chargers team that, you know, uh, ha- had a lot of talent, but, you know, um, ha- wasn't able to credit. put it you all don't together. Want to, but give them credit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and hey, you, cre- you, you tip the cap to the other team for making the play, but it doesn't change the argument. Now, listen, I understand when you're saying, oh, well, you know, you have to look at it optimi- optimistically. When we talked about the 2019 season all throughout when we came on the air last year, were we saying that the 2019 team was three plays away from winning 11 games? No, because that would have been a complete fabrication, a complete exaggeration. It would have been... uh, It would just been a lack of honesty and transparency. It's like... I couldn't live with myself if I would have said something along those lines about the 2019 Raider team. Yes, they were six and four at one point, but they were getting blown out. They were getting their hats handed to them down the stretch. They weren't close. They weren't ready. There were a bunch of flaws on that team, a bunch of holes on the roster. They weren't close to being an 11 win team. But now, having watched it, been there, seen it, I can honestly say that is the difference. Now, every season is its own journey. Every season uh, has its own, um, you know, uh, script. And this script will be different than last year's script. But they're that close. And I think they believe that they're that close. And that is a huge, huge element. I don't necessarily think the Raiders were that close, thinking even thinking that they were that close going into last year. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila Embajador. Where is the lie from Derek Carr? He's speaking the truth. Interact with the show. Text Vinny at 69187 or tweet at him at Vinny Bonsignor. This is In the Huddle with Raiders beat writer Vinny Bonsignor on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. We're three or four plays away from having 12 or 11 wins. Like literally three play. And it's like, 
we're so close, you know, and, and especially we feel so confident on the offensive side with all the weapons that you mentioned and all those kind of things. And now adding Coach Gus Bradley and Yannick and the, the different guys that we've added to our defense. I mean, we're kind of excited, you know, to say the least, you know. Uh, so we're really looking forward to the season. I'm trying not to get too excited. You know, I've learned in my eight years when I get too excited, you know, okay, I'm just going to keep, I'm going to keep like this and we'll, yeah. we'll show up on Sundays. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll show up on Sundays. We'll flap a little radar. And we'll see what happens. Yeah. Talking, uh, I think it was today, could have been yesterday, uh, on Michael Holly and Michael Smith's brother from another podcast this week or show uh, yeah, this that's week. On Peacock, that's on the Peacock Network. Network, you can catch that every day. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, you, there's so many new stations, man. It's hard to keep track of everything. Um, but yes, uh, uh, brother from another. It's on the Peacock Network. Uh, Michael Smith uh, and Michael Holly. Uh, Michael Smith, uh, they both do a, a, an incredibly good job. Uh, big fans, and they had uh, Derek Carr. Where was this? Um, this was at a, uh, a golf at tournament. American Century um, Championship. It's a pro am. You know, a lot of celebrities there. The favorites this year: Marty Smith and Tony Romo, both uh, plus two hundreds. If anybody wants the betting odds, but Derek Carr's group. I'm looking at the pairings right now. It's a who's who. Everybody's in this tournament. You've got Derek Carr's. It's Brian McCann, Chase Utley, and Derek Carr. That's in his grouping there. So you know, I'm I'm excited. I would like to just be there just to see all these celebrities. Well, and this is the one in Lake Tahoe, right? Yes, it is. This is in Tahoe going out. You got Steph Curry there. He's in a grouping with just oh, he's his a whole family. Great golfer. Great golfer. Mahomes, Kelsey, and Justin Timberlake are in a pairing. Come on. Yep. Yep. No, this is it's a fun event, and it always. Um, it basically kicks off um, the NFL season. Like this is the last uh, uh, fun event that uh, NFL players have before getting back to work, and so it, it always falls same time of year. I'm not quite sure they had it last year uh, because of COVID-19, uh, but nice to see that it's that it's back and everyone's having some fun. If you have never been to Lake Tahoe, and to be honest with you, I had never been up until last year. Uh, the family and I uh, drove up there and it was, you know, from Las Vegas, I think it was like eight hour drive. Uh, the drive I could do without, uh, next time I'm going to fly without question, but being there was just majestic. They talk about beauty. They talk about how uh, beautiful it is and serene it is. Um, it, it lives up to the hype. Lake Tahoe lives up to the hype, but we're talking about what Derek Carr said, the merits of what he said. And, you know, when, when Pro Football Talk tweeted it out and tweeted the link out, it caused a, a little bit of an uproar. And I think it's because, listen, most fans aren't watching, you know, everyone has their team, basically. Or maybe they're a fantasy football fan and, you know, they, they root for individual players. But either way, if you're not a fan of the Raiders and you're a fan of another team, you're watching the your team with your heart and soul and all your energy, and occasionally, I'm sure, the Raiders will cross your TV screen and you're going to watch a game, but you're not going to be living and dying with it. You're not going to know it inside and out. Um, so when you look at if you're one of if you're a fan of, let's say, the New York Giants, and you occasionally are, are you know hearing about the Raiders or seeing them on TV once in a while, whatever the case might be, you don't know it inside and out. And so if you're that fan and you don't know it inside and out and you look at an eight and eight team and, and you hear somebody talking about, oh, well, we could have been, we were three plays away from being a, a, an 11 win team. You're like, oh, roll on your eyes. Like, yeah, right. Everybody says that. And I get it. I understand it. 
Uh, and so I'm not surprised by some of the reaction, um, you know, the, uh, on Twitter to what Derek Carr was saying. But and and if it wasn't accurate, like if this was um, just a uh, an exaggeration or or Derek talking out of his, you know what, trying to be all optimistic and paint a great picture and an optimistic picture and and all that, I'd be the first to call him out on it. Like, had he said this a year ago, I'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. I saw that team down the stretch in 2019. It wasn't three plays away from being an 11-win team. It was, you know, from from here to Chicago away from being an 11-win team. But last year's team, I left Allegiant Stadium walking to my car from the press box after that Chiefs game, after that Dolphins game, after that Chargers game, just thinking to myself, wow, they were that close to winning that game right there. Now, that doesn't change the fact that they weren't ready, and I cannot stress to you enough. They weren't ready. They didn't have the right talent. Um, maybe the coaching wasn't quite where it needed to be on that defensive side of the ball. There were, there were a lot of reasons, a lot of factors, a lot of dynamics, which created a situation where they just weren't ready to, to, to do that. And sometimes, sometimes it's just, you're just not a mature enough team, a mature enough group to do it. And so whatever the reasons were, they weren't ready to make those plays when it needed to be made, when they needed to be made. But it doesn't change the fact that they were right there. And those plays were within their grasp. Wins were within their grasp, three of them. And had they just been able to be able to come up with a play here or a play there in in those three games, it's a different outcome last year. But I can't stress enough it still wouldn't have changed. Got to fix the pass rush. Got to get more turnovers. Got to get teams off the field more on third down. Because to be perfectly honest with you, those were the dynamics that kept those games close to begin with. Flag mine burn scar and other flooding may occur. Third worst in getting teams off the field on third downs. If they were better in all three of those areas, those games that we're talking about, the Dolphins, the Chiefs, the the, the Chargers, you're Raider Nation's drinking Embajador tequila by the middle of the fourth quarter. That's how good the offense had been playing and was playing. Those were wins that they should have had wrapped up way before that point. The only reason those games were closer, as close as they were, where it had to come down to a play here or a play there, was because the defense throughout the game wasn't making enough plays. If you could get that squared away, You've helped yourself twofold. One, you're not going to be in as many close games. If that offense continues to play the way it played last year and they get help from the defense, like legit help from the defense, there's going to be blowout wins for the Raiders this year. There's going to be wins that are secured 
by the middle of the fourth quarter. That's what's going to happen. The Raiders' offense was that good. The Raiders' offense was good enough to win going away on multiple occasions. Unfortunately, the defense made them have to sweat it out far too often. You know, I think Derek Carr, uh, I read somewhere that he has the most comeback wins at this stage of his NFL career than anybody in NFL history. I, I think I read that correctly. If not, he's among players in history that have the most comeback wins, fourth quarter comeback wins in his career. You know, that's, that's, that's a great, that's, that's, a, that's a double-edged sword is what it is. On one hand, yeah, you love to have a quarterback that has the ice in his veins to go win games in the fourth quarter uh, in, in comeback fashion. That's a great trait to have, and Derek Carr has it. He plays really well in those situations. The other side of the sword that you don't like, you don't want to always be in that situation where you have to come back in the fourth quarter. And if the Raiders can get that defense squared away, they won't be. We're going to go back out to the Raider Nation guest line. Uh, Gangster Raider is back. How you doing, Gangster Raider? Hey, what's happening? I'm um, Vinny. I'm good, brother. How are you doing? I'm all right. Um, that's even more frustrating, though. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's part of the frustration. Because I'm, I'm seeing that we could have won those games, and we got the talent, but it's just something not clicking. You know what I'm saying? Like, I blame it on the coaching and um, the um, quarterback. And the coaching is because, like, you know, that we're giving it up in the in the late games in the second half of the um, season. If we had better coaching, that would keep the team on point and on focus. And, you know, so what we wouldn't have that second half swoon that we always have. And that's why um, I put more um, emphasis on Gruden and Carr more than you do because I think they need to be held more responsible. Because just like you said, we could have easily won. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Last the, the, year. Hold, hold on, hold on. Oh, let me let me finish. Just let me finish. Uh, yeah, but we you, the, the offense wasn't the problem though, Gangster Raider. Let's talk about the yeah, defense, know, but, which is yeah. But that's what I said. The coaching, but who brought in the defensive coordinator? Gruden. Y'all make it I, seem like Clemson just just showed up and say, "Hey, I'll take the job." No, that's fine. I'll like I'll that. give you Gruden, that. I'll give Gruden you that. But that's not the, ar- the, the 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 argument. Is are they closer? Are they that close to being an eleven win team? Are they or aren't they? Yeah, they are close, but that's what's even more frustrating as a fan. Is, we okay. know this. All right. We, me and you know this, and uh, we try to show it to the, the other fans in the NFL, but then every time we fall flat on our face and we look stupid, everybody laughing at us, like, ah, y'all believed in them bums. For, for, you know, so for, who, know. who cares about them? Who cares about them? They got their own problems. Those those other fans, the Bronco fans, Charger fans, whoever you're talking about, they got their own issues, and let's not forget that. Let me ask you this, Gangster Raider. Would you, ahead, would you, real, real quick, real quick, if you're on a journey, right, would you rather be, if you're on a, if you're on a 15 hour car ride, would you rather be 13 hours away from your destination or 15 minutes away from your destination? I'd rather be 15 minutes. Okay. You know but we are, All right. we are, we could. Okay. All right. Hang on a second. Could be, go ahead. Real quick. That's how close the Raiders were last year, and I think that's how close they are this year, all right? Now, if you want to go back a year 
in 2019. If you want to talk about, I know it's frustrating not getting there. Maybe, maybe the, you're, you're itching to get out of the car, man. It's frustrating. You want to get there. You want to get there. But it's better to be 15 minutes away in that situation than the dreariness and the just like hopelessness of being 13 hours away. And the Raiders in 2019 were halfway to their destination and that's and and they weren't close in games Raider Dave or Raider uh, Gangster Raider they weren't even close in 2019 down the stretch they were getting their hats handed to them they were getting their helmets blown off it was embarrassing some of those losses like they were just getting all right now can I ask you a question now wait uh, yes after you answer this which would you rather be honestly close or where you were in 2019 I'd rather be close you know what I'm okay. saying? But that's still part of the frustration. It's still of course. No I'll give you that. I'll give you, you that. Know what I'm saying? Now, let me ask you a question. Who do you think is more responsible for last year? I mean, last year and the year before last second half debacles um, in the organization? Who's the most responsible? What To me, looking at it honestly, the Raiders didn't have enough talent. But they were in the mid. They were also – listen – Gangster Raider, I went up in 2018. Listen, wait, 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 wait. I went up in 2018. I was covering the Rams. It's it's, it's Monday night football. It's Gruden's first season with the Raiders. And watching that Raider team and seeing the lack of talent that was on that Raiders team, people were laughing. It was like, uh-oh, this is going to take a while. A year later, it's the Rams Super Bowl team, I think it was. No, it was, it was, it was two years later. So going into no, it was going into the 2018, 2019 season, I should say. All right, Rams go up to Napa Valley to practice against the Raiders. This is the the uh, August of 2019. I'm there watching the Raiders practice. Uh, it's like two practices and a game, and you can see some improvements. You can see, okay, uh, that guy Waller over there is pretty darn good. This young running back, Josh Jacobs, looks pretty good. Cars coming along right now. This offense has a chance to, to you know, ugh, that that defense is going to be a struggle, man. That there's no talent on that defense. That was going into 2019. So I'm talking of yeah, you can blame whoever you want to blame, but it's a process to get the roster in order. It doesn't happen overnight. And if you were expecting answers overnight on what John Gruden inherited in 2018 then you're barking up the wrong tree. It wasn't going to happen. There was no way possible that you were going to be able to get that thing turned around quickly. So that 15-hour excursion drive that John Gruden started back in 2018 is now 15 minutes away, I think, from pulling up in the driveway. And I'm not saying that they're going to win a championship, but if you're talking about playoffs and postseason, they're now 15 minutes away. So I give him credit. I give him credit for getting it to this point now where they're 15 minutes away. I, I mean, if you want to blame them, go ahead, blame them, you know, be, blame them for not being able to get a 15 hour car ride done in eight hours or five hours. It doesn't work that way. Right there. So if we'd have won the games last year, we'd have been there already. We, you know what I'm saying? So I still don't think that, I still don't think that even if they had won those games. Gangster Raider, thanks for calling me. Hey, I'd rather be 15 minutes away than 15 hours, than 13 hours. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila Embajador. You're listening to Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Now, back to your host, Vinny Bonsignor. 
Right back out to the Raider Nation uh, listener line. Triple A Raider wants to talk about the Raiders. How you doing, Triple A? Hey, how you doing, Vinny? I'm good, brother. All right, yeah, I'm uh, I'm originally from L.A., man, born and raised. Um, I moved out here. My wife and I, we moved out here about eight years ago. So the uh, only thing that I know is Raiders. But uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I was one of the guys like, man, you know what? I could do without Derek Carr, you know what I'm saying, this, that, and the third. But then I had to sit there and I had to really evaluate it. Um, Derek Carr is only doing what John Gruden tells him what to do. So my my issue with Derek Carr is for him to be a veteran quarterback, why don't he go out there and just make extra moves? Or is he too afraid of doing his own thing where he's scared of John Gruden being mad at him? Um, I'm, I'm not quite following, uh, Derek Carr, you know, finished him on the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL last year. What, what more could he have done? What, let, let me ask you this. He, he leaves the field with a minute 43 left against the chiefs after taking the lead. He leaves the field against the Miami dolphins after driving, uh, the Raiders down the field, uh, to kick a field goal to beat the Miami dolphins. What more did he need to do in those two games? My, my, my thing is if hell, I can get out on the field, if I had Darren Waller, or Henry Ruggs out there and, and throw a little uh, a, a slant pass, that's easy to do. But my thing is, it's like I've seen other teams without good defenses make it to the playoffs. Have you or have you not? I, I know you have seen that before. Well, yeah, I. but not – are you talking about the third-worst defense in the NFL? I, don't, I can't remember the last team that gave up 30 points a game that made the playoffs. I'd have to look at that. It's not I, – I would have to believe that that's – that's that hasn't happened. You know what I'm saying? And I, and and I so totally agree. I totally agree with you. And my thing is, and I'm glad that they took a step forward to try to fix that. But right, you know what I'm exactly. Like you know, I, I can't. Like I was saying, I was the person who was mad at Derek Carr, but then I had to like, I got to give DC some type of you know saying credit, and I do because you know what I'm saying. For one, I'm not in the NFL. I don't know what's going on out there. For two, you know, it's just I was just I. I I'm tired of him being criticized, so I'm wondering what can he do now to stop being criticized? Because everywhere you go, they're like, oh, man, we, we can do it without Derek Carr. And, like, what can he do to go ahead and get that title off his name where people start respecting him more? You know what it is, Triple A? He needs a better team. He needs, he needs a defense that's going to help him now. Let's put it this way. Um, I, I'm not saying that Derek Carr is Devin Booker, okay? But right. – Look at what happened when the when 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 the Phoenix Suns were able to add a veteran here, a veteran there around Devin and uh, and 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 the young center that they have, and some of those young players that they have, and what a big difference that made. They improved the team around around those young players, and those young players also got better. Derek Carr has gotten better. He's put together these last two years were among the best years of his career, including last year, which was a fabulous year. He's doing his part. And I think the offense has gotten better around him. You know, you just said, well, I could do it with, with those guys. That's, that's progress. The fact that Darren Waller's on the team, Josh Jacobs is on the team, Henry Ruggs is on the team, um, you know, Hunter Renfro is on the team. That's, that's progress. They've added to, around him and made his job a lot easier, and he's played better as a result. Really, to be honest with you, they just need to get that defense squared away. I know it sounds simple, but that's what it comes down to. Derek Carr... Last year did his part. The offense did more than enough to get to the playoffs. They scored more points than teams that made the playoffs 
the teams that didn't score as many points as the Raiders did and got to the playoffs was because they had really good defenses to support them. And that's all that I think the narrative changes. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to seeing Derek Carr in the playoffs. I think it's I think it's around the corner. I think it's closer than a lot of people think. And I think if he has um, a, a, a defense that can hold up its end of the bargain, it'd be interesting to see what he's capable of doing with that offense that he has, with the play caller that he has in John Gruden in the playoffs. I truly believe that. I we talked about this yesterday. Jimmy Garoppolo got his team helped get his team to the playoffs or to the Super Bowl. Jared Goff, I saw it with my own two eyes. Take charge in certain games. Derek Carr has taken charge in plenty of games. The Raiders aren't even close to being an eight-win team without Derek Carr. Are you telling me that Nathan Peterman was going to get them to eight wins with that kind of a defense? No. The The only reason the Raiders were able to win eight games last year is because that offense was, was good and Derek Carr was the quarterback. Yep. So, I mean, you know, go ahead. But, you know, to each his own, that's why I'm – I work for AAA, and I'm not in the NFL zone. So. <laughs> no, it's all good, and you and you have. I think I think what's I think what's I think what's missing is that he hasn't had a chance to play on a really good team, and and I it, it, that's just being honest about the situation. I can't sit here and honestly say in 2019 I had just left the Rams, a playoff team, a team that had gone to the Super Bowl, and now I'm covering the Raiders and. I kid you not, when you looked at the talent that the Rams had compared to the talent that the Raiders had, you're like, I was like, wow, okay, this is a little bit of a step down. But I also knew that the Raiders were, we just talked about this on the last, uh, in the, in, you know, in the, in the last segment. When John Gruden got here, the Raiders were a 15-hour car ride from getting where they needed to get to, all right? Now, do you want them to drive faster and potentially crash <laughs> along the way? No. And that's why the Raiders gave him the long contract and the money that they gave him. Take your time. It's not like don't ever get there. You got to get there eventually. But don't rush into it. Don't do something stupid to try to get there quicker uh, than, than, than it requires. It's going to be a 15-hour drive. That was the roster that I saw in 2018 was bad. It got better in 2019, but it was still halfway there. Or excuse me, twenty nine. Yeah, twenty nineteen. The, the 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 roster in twenty twenty, it was getting closer. The offense, you could tell, Josh Jacobs was pretty good. Or excuse me, last year. Last year it was it was it, it started closing in. You can see on offense, they're there. The offense was there. The offense was a playoff caliber offense. It was really good. The, last year's offense was better than the Rams' offense. Think about that for a second. Go look at the numbers and see how many points the Rams scored compared to how many points um, the, the 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 Raiders scored. I have to take a look at that real quick. But Jared Goff, I mean uh, uh, Derek Carr had a had a better year than 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 Jared Goff, and so you started seeing progress. That that fifteen hour car ride. Now they're kind of closing in. Now they're getting a little bit closer. The defense held them back last year. The defense wasn't ready to make the plays that we're talking about. That needed to get made. Derek Carr said, hey, we're three plays away from being an 11-win team. That's how close we are. That's true. And he's right. And it's an accurate statement. But it also, you have to be ready to make those plays. That defense was in no position last year. It just wasn't ready. There's a lot of reasons why it wasn't ready. 
There was no foundation built during the offseason last year. It was a young defense. They had seven new starters. I'm not quite sure Paul Gunther and, and his staff uh, were the right staff to have in place, especially coming into that kind of a season where there's this all this changeover and no offseason to, to really build the foundation. That defense looks disconnected, dysfunctional. Uh, there wasn't much chemistry. Talent needed to get upgraded. But they were still that close from being an 11-win team. And you got to believe, and this is the key to what Derek Carr was talking about. You bring in Yannick Ngakwe. You bring in Gus Bradley. You bring in Casey Hayward. You bring in Solomon Thomas, Darius Phylon. You bring in Quinton Jefferson. You draft Trayvon Morig. You got to believe that Corey Littleton is going to be better in year two. Nick Wachowski is a good linebacker. Nicholas Morrow is a good linebacker. Trayvon Mullen has been playing better. Maybe the, the, the position switch for Jonathan Abram playing close to the line of scrimmage unlocks him. That's what gets Sidham excited because now they might be in position to make those plays. Now they should be in position to make those plays. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor brought to you by Tequila and Bahadur.